Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Traveling for college hoops this winter? Pro tip, stay at a graduate hotel. They're obsessed with college basketball, just like us. Each graduate hotel is like a shrine to the local team with lots of cool details for alumni. Nods to school colors, mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? They have 30-plus hotels in the best college towns. And get this, you can save up to 30% with the code DUG. That's my name, D-O-U-G. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book your basketball stays at graduatehotels.com. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. The NFL labor agreement uh, is anything but. We knew that the owners yesterday, heck, we had breaking news during our show, Jonas, as we were sitting in for Doug, that the owners had approved the latest proposal in their negotiations with the Players Association. But now we've come to find out that the uh, NFL Players Association Executive Council, um, a group of 11 players, has voted 6-5 to against accepting this latest proposal. Now, that doesn't entirely shoot a proposal down, doesn't say that there is going to be no labor agreement under these current terms because there's more steps. 
But right now it looks like that the Players Association will not agree to the current terms that the owners agreed upon. Yeah, and so this is like negotiating if you're buying a car or if you're at a garage sale. There's a back and forth. Uh, You're determining, you know, it's like fantasy football, Dan. I mean, I'm sure, you know, you back in the day, like, uh, you know, I really shouldn't do this, Dan, but I'll tell you what, I'll give you Zach Crockett. You give me Peyton Manning. (laughs) And then somebody, you would dupe somebody into doing it. The players weren't going to get duped this time. And so they didn't like it. J.J. Watt spoke out on Twitter. He said totally against it. Uh, Richard Sherman uh, spoke out, also said he's totally against it. And so here we are. There's going to be a back and forth. There's also an element to this that I was reading to where it said the owners can just decide to go with a previous um, uh, agreement and throw it out there and say, all right, well, then we'll just go with this. And it could have been one of the previous uh, negotiated terms or negotiated CBAs that they threw out that maybe was less beneficial to the players. And and they can, in essence, lock the players out if they don't agree to that. That's drastic measures. That's down the road. But as it stands right now, they've got work to do. And, and there is the this current agreement that is in place at this minute goes through next season. So there, the 2020 season is going to be here. The issue that I see, Jonas, is how different the owners and players association are in working with each other. And the reason I say that is not just because of you only have, what, 32 owners that will weigh in and be able to vote, and you have hundreds of players in the National Football League, but the owners also needed three-quarters of approval to pass what they thought was uh, – or what they approved of their proposal. You needed uh, three-fourths of the vote. They got that. This players – this executive council vote is six to five. Yeah. If it was 11 to one – or ten to one, if yeah. uh, the eleven person nine to two, eleven to nothing, then it's telling me, you know what, it's a bad deal. But if there are five guys saying like this is good enough for us to pass and this is good enough to accept, so there's one person that seems to be standing in the way of this passing tells me how far apart and maybe how fractured this players' union is and shows why they never can get anything their way when it comes to labor negotiations. Well, it's it's funny because remember a couple of years ago, I can remember being at the uh, Mayweather-McGregor fight. Fox Sports Radio did a lot of coverage of that fight, and one of the guests that was on was Mark Schlereth. And Mark Schlereth just went in on the Players Association and said, yeah, they're talking about, oh, we don't like the CBA. We're not happy with this. We don't like that. He's like, you could have done something at the last labor negotiations and you didn't. You settled for less practice time because that was back then when – you know, players felt like they were getting wronged. The Kaepernick stuff was out there, all of that. And we just kept hearing over and over again, man, there's going to be a lockout. There's going to be another lockout. You just watch and see. Fast forward two years later, all of a sudden, uh, gambling money starts flowing, extra money in the league. Eh, six to five. You know, maybe we like it, maybe a little more than we thought. It's just, it's funny how they take this hard stance a couple of years ago, and then the time comes, and all of a sudden they see the possibilities as far as financials go, and they go, that's not so bad. Well, yeah, and, and I look at it as with, with, with the Players Association, they, they've gotten to your point of accepting the bad deals. And as Mark Slareth pointed out, 
it's not like you can make that up in the next negotiation. No. You're not like, all right, now we're going to make it. It's like hey. making up sleep. If you if you get two hours sleep one night, people <laughs> are like, all right, I'll just sleep 14 yeah. the next, and that'll give me yeah. my eight and eight because that makes 16. It doesn't work that way. It, That's it, not how it works. It, it's I, I look at it as the game of war with cards. Like once you lose an ace, <laughs> you're probably done. Like, it, you know, now all of a sudden you got 12 cards. Then you've got seven. Now your highest card is a jack of clubs and you're pretty much done that seems to be what happens in the negotiations of giving back and forth the the thing that i have heard from nfl insiders whether they come on this show and and talk about these labor situations is that if and and i'm just using names here i'm not using them for accurate examples, but the cream of the crop players, the Aaron Rodgers, the Tom Brady, the <laughs> the, the uh, Patrick Mahomes, the guys who are going when Patrick Mahomes gets his contract, the Drew Brees, when those guys would say, hey, we're willing to sit out and sacrifice our 30 million, the Russell yeah. Wilson's 35 million, then you've got something. But when you don't have the top of your leadership doing that, it sets a... Uh, if they're not willing to to lose their money, there's nothing that you're going to be able to to stand for and sit out. I and, mean, and and then there's there's another point of this is when you have a six to five vote that you had, and there was a report that came out within the last 24 hours that if an agreement was was made, the new CBA would allow the players to get an extra 100 million dollars, yes. which is what sixty thousand yeah. dollars to to per player. Think about the guy whose career is going to end at the end of the 2020 season. Yeah. Like, like he's the guy where yes, I'd love that sixty thousand dollars, sixty thousand dollars severance package. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. That's more than I. I'm not going to get this opportunity where that you have a top tier player like the quarterbacks that I mentioned because on the other side of the coin they're like, well, what is a what does sixty thousand dollars mean to me? You know, in the in the short term, and plus I'm going to be playing ten more years. But for the guy whose career ends after 2020, or the guy whose career ends after 2021, that means a lot, and that just sheds more light on the reason why there's a six to five vote, and it's not so one sided one way or the other for the players union. And that to me is their biggest problem. And if you're a player that's coming up for a contract this off season. Guys, let's just keep it cool here. Let's just, uh, we don't need any issues. We don't want any problems because you're trying to get paid. Like Mm -hmm. when you have this idea that there's an actual union, not, there is in name, but not really because it's made up of a bunch of individuals who are looking out for themselves. You know who those players union are? Their family, the people they got to take care of. So a lot of these guys, I get it. They don't really give a crap whether or not somebody else is getting burned. It's it's survival of the fittest. They want to make their money and they want to be rewarded financially to the, up to the best of their ability so they can take care of their family. This whole idea of a union and all this, like the fact that it came back six to five shows you that I mean, if I'm an owner and I see it came back six to five, I'm like fist bumping the other owners. Yeah. Like, ah, oh, we got him. Yeah, this is okay, sure. Yeah. yeah, you won't be back, sure. Okay. When do we give them bonus pay if like, they busted for weed? Th- you know, is, then it's, yeah, it's eleven nothing. It's like this. This is exactly why when when players in Major League Baseball came out and are ripping other players, it's exactly why I'm thinking to myself. You know what? The reason those players got immunity is because of that players association. That's a players Mm -hmm. association. A players association that not only will support you and defend you, but 
if you cheat, you don't even have to talk about it. Like, you don't even have to get punished about it. Like, like, none of that stuff goes on the record. None of it. You don't get punished. Nothing. You get full immunity. That's a player's association. But you got to be willing to make the ultimate sacrifice in order to get what you want. They gave up a World Series. Like, yeah. they said, you know what? We don't like it. And and I know fans aren't going to be happy with this, but we're done. We're out. I know my brother was a diehard Cincinnati Reds fan. To this day, he doesn't watch baseball because of what happened back in 94. Like, he swore it off. Really? He said to the, uh, what I think The Reds is, stopped playing baseball Yeah, though, well, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. and I don't, I don't think he wanted to, <laughs> he wanted to stick Starts around. Starts up this year, though. I don't yeah. think he wanted to stick around for the Homer Bailey years. <laughs> so so it, it just it, it strikes me as you're seeing it play out in two different sports. One player's association shows real strength and gives their players immunity, and the other one yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe we like it. Maybe we don't. Some guys are going to be rewarded and some guys aren't. It's just it. it the, but the idea that everybody's on the same page, I just don't buy. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, in their defense, it's easier to get 32 guys on the same page than it is to, you know, get 500, whatever the, the number is. But the point is, is they're still just so fractured. And that just just the vote of the 11 guys. Yeah. Just 11 guys are basically 50-50 against it shows how much the owners are winning and the players will end up probably losing again. But you'll get that light restriction on marijuana, no games missed. <laughs> we we you mentioned yesterday about the expanded rosters. That's a part of it. I talked about the commissioner's powers. Those are lessened. That's all involved. Those are all wins for players that have absolutely zero effect on <laughs> on the owners of their bottom line. I, I love. I wonder how many of the players out there. It's like it's like when you go to apply for a new job and they're like, "Oh, one of the perks here is that uh, you get uh, three smoke breaks an hour." Okay, what about the people that don't smoke? Uh, what are the perks for me? It's like I love. I love the guys who don't smoke weed. Like, oh, so we're going to be a little more lenient on the testing. Cool. I don't smoke weed to begin with. So what does that do for me? Like, not everybody's on the same page. Oh, I love the smoke. <laughs> smoke breaks. <laughs> so I'm going great. for a walk. I know. You can't. You can't leave your post. It's unbelievable. I'm going for a smoke. Okay, see you in 10. I know. What's next? I'm going to the bank. Like, everybody's got an excuse. It's ridiculous. Uh, all right. Uh, Dan Byer, Jonas Knox, in for Doug Gottlieb here on Fox Sports I gotta, Radio. I'm going to take a smoke break. Oh, okay. So, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So, so Dan, uh, you can get, by the way, you can get Dan on Twitter at Marlboro is where you can find Dan Byer. Uh, so he'll be smoking I was the Marlboro man when I was eight. So <laughs> you really? yeah, yeah. You're, no, no. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I was gonna say. I was gonna say. My, my mom dressed me up as a bum for Halloween one year. So I just, my, don't don't I, remind us. My mom too. Really? Oh, I hated it. Yeah. Kindergarten. Yeah. I liked it. It was awesome. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 join us march 20th live from the edge at hudson yards in new york city featuring an unforgettable performance by grammy and academy award-winning singer songwriter and composer john batiste the all-new infinity qx80 is unlike any luxury suv you've ever seen Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 
2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, it 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. The 76ers last night picked up a win over the Brooklyn Nets in overtime. And in a game that I will point out, because I am a resident Ben Simmons hater here at Fox Sports Radio, sure is. that uh, they won without Ben Simmons. And not only can I say that the Sixers won without Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid had arguably his best game of the 2019-2020 NBA season. And what last night showed me, Jonas, is the the process as we know it. We had Rick Buecher on, I, I believe, recently, and we asked him who is to blame for what's going on with the Sixers. And his comment was actually Sam Presti, the guy who ends up starting what the process is. 
And the process seems to have come to, I think, Jonas, a completion because there are more and more reports out now that the uh, Sixers likely uh, or could be moving one of the two. And in fact, a, a report that polled some NBA executives, this from ESPN, saying that, quote, this from Tim Bontemps of ESPN. There was no consensus, but league execs think that if the Sixers do explore a trade, Embiid is more likely to be moved, health being the determining factor in building around Simmons. And that, I don't think, is much of a surprise no. from what we've heard as of late, but it, it it says a lot. And what I think last night said a lot was my whole thing with, with Ben Simmons is I've just always felt that Joel Embiid was just such an extremely superior basketball player and we're putting them on the same level and we're putting them on the same level in this we are taking we are we are trading talking about trading a guy who is a number one to keep a perceived number one who's a really number two and it seems like they can't coexist and last night to me was the perfect example of why they can't coexist Joel Embiid who's complained throughout the season and has got people on his back has made comments about him standing up by the three-point line last night 39 points, 16 rebounds without Ben Simmons. The frac- the the fractures, the tension, everything that we perceive to be there, I think is. And I think last night's performance showed it. Doug Gottlieb has said on this show and other shows on Fox Sports Radio that Joel Embiid might be the most skilled player in the league, in the world. And he's got a legitimate argument. When you look at just what he's able to do at his side, he can handle the ball, he can shoot. Uh, you can put him at the foul line late in games. He's going he's gonna to hit his free throws. He plays defense. Like, he's that good. But the injuries are a concern. And if you were to just look in that and look long term, you would say, okay, it makes the most sense trading away Joel Embiid as opposed to Ben Simmons. My biggest issue with Simmons, and and maybe it's not an issue, but you just hear enough talk and enough people have conversations. And it's just there's always been a little diva aspect mm-hmm. to Ben Simmons. It's always been there. You know, when you see other players around the league that have an issue shooting but improve and put the work in to become a better shooter, whether it's Lonzo Ball or any of these other guys that have struggled from behind the arc or have struggled with their jump shot, like Ben Simmons just either either hasn't or just doesn't want to implement it in games, which is weird. And I don't know if it's just he prefers to be a stat stuffer elsewhere as opposed to take shots from the outside. But there is this weird dynamic there. And look, what what team last year in the NBA could you describe as talented but dysfunctional and ultimately came up short of their goal? It's 76ers? Well, uh, or, the, the Boston Celtics, oh, the, right? Okay. As far as like just. I'm, I'm the worst at Jonas's well, quizzes. I, like but, this. I'm, but I'm just. And, and, and I didn't mean to throw you on the spot there, but it was more. You see, last year, the Celtics had all this talent and all these players, and it just never felt right. And it always seemed a little off. And even this year, Al Horford, who's the common denominator between last year's Celtics team and this year's Sixers team, said, and maybe wasn't trying to be this honest, but said, we got locker room issues. They're never going to get to their ultimate goal, A, because they're not as good as Milwaukee, but B, I don't know if they like each other. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and, that's, and that's the biggest issue in Philly. And, 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 that, and, that, and that could go two ways, and I'll take it that way. The, the part of the process, and which goes around the entire NBA of tanking and teams trying to get the top picks so much so they change the lottery. They probably should have done more drastic changes, but the point is is that the NBA realized, all right, teams are tanking here. We've got to do something about it. The Philadelphia 76ers were the poster, the poster child of tanking. And you look at the other options or the other places where 
this went on. The Lakers, for example, with their top picks, it the Sixers actually hit on their guys. Yes. Now, <laughs> now Embiid fell to them because of injury issues, but when you look at it, they could have had Jabari Parker or Andrew Wiggins, and instead they get Joel Embiid. Now you look back, I'm sure the Bucks and and uh, Cavaliers, Timberwolves, however you want to do it, would end up doing and saying, all right, we take Joel Embiid. You know, we'd yeah. rather have Joel Embiid at that point. But it also shows you at how difficult it is because not only are you taking guys in consecutive drafts with high picks, they are high picks for a reason, and they have what you mentioned, an ego. There's something about them. The media is fawning over Ben Simmons when his own coach can't even get him to shoot threes in a game, something that his coach has asked him to do. Joel Embiid has said, I got to stand out on the three-point line because this guy does it. The most telling stat last night for me was that Joel Embiid, who has attempted a three in every game he's played this season, attempted one last night. That was it. That's all he attempted. There were only five other games a season where he's attempted one three, and he did it with Ben Simmons on the court. You know who else was on the court? DeAndre Jordan. So you're talking about NBA going small. Here's a team with an actual center, and Joel Embiid went at him and and had 39 and 16. Like That tells me everything I need to know about the Philadelphia 76 The Phillies got the best home record in the league, and... That's impressive. They're 26 and two at home. And to me, when you're at home and you're sleeping in your own bed and it's your own, you know, environment and all that, like that, that tells me, okay, that's a talented team. They have the same road record as the Knicks (laughs) and the Knicks are the laughing stock of the league. That tells me when they get out from their own environment and they've got to be around each other more, they don't like each other. <laughs> like they're they they're honest to God, the Sacramento Kings have a better road record than the Sixers. Like it, it's it, it just the splits. If you look at their defensive efficiency, they're one of the better defensive teams in the NBA at home. And then they get on the road, and it's like they do a complete 180, and they turn into this other team. That tells me no matter what talent there is on the floor. And how much, and and you can stack them up against Milwaukee, and it's very comparable as far as talented players in the Eastern Conference. But there's a reason they're at where they're at, and there's a reason they struggle in road environments when you got to be around each other, when you got to travel with each other. Like everybody knows this, there are certain friends that you have that. Hey, they're good friends, and then there's certain friends that you can be around on a road trip with or vacation with, and you don't know that until you get around them. You see all their idiosyncrasies, all the little stuff that annoys you. I don't think these guys like each other. I don't think it's the, the it's a locker room that gets along all that well, or maybe it's just one player like it was last year in Boston, but I don't see it working, man. Yeah, and I don't either, and it's amazing when you hear the report that we, we mentioned about the executives taking Joel Embiid's injury history as being a reason i mean imagine giving ben simmons more power i know i, I, I mean like because right now he's not doing what his coach had asked him to do this season there's how many articles do we see of him trying to get back with kendall jenner and trying to do this and that there's never well, that's there, understandable there, there, <laughs> his, his eyes work dan you know what, I mean, what do you want you know what i've never seen i've never seen a video of ben simmons two hours after a game shooting threes in an arena Never, not once. I've never seen it two hours before a game of Ben Simmons doing that and doing work by himself. They don't have basketball hoops at Mastro Steakhouse, Dan. That's that's fair enough. They don't have them in the club. (laughs) Everybody knows that. They don't have them at the Clevelander. (laughs) How was that? Thumbs up or thumbs down? The Clevelander? Yeah. Well, I guess somebody asked me for blow. Oh, not bad. Not bad. So I obliged. I... (laughs) 
I find it. I just find it amazing that the Sixers, and it shows that the process is going to end up being a failure. You're not going to have a title. I don't know if you'll get a conference finals appearance out of this, but it's coming to an end, and it's coming to an end soon. And what's even more amazing to me is that, listen, Joel Embiid's not perfect, but there's enough of his game there that if you're the 76ers, I mean, there aren't a lot of guys in the NBA who can do what he can do. And I know there aren't a lot of guys that are 6'10", that play the point guard position, but Ben Simmons really isn't a point guard. He doesn't shoot the ball. He can really only go one way, and he gets a majority of his points in dunks. Like, like that's 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 what it is. Yet that somehow wins over someone who is uber talented in Joel Embiid because of an injury history sort of thing. The number two ends up getting to stay in Philadelphia, and that's amazing. I to would me. love to hear Jimmy Butler's thoughts on on what. Philadelphia was like I would love to, I would love to hear if you were to ask him because I'll, I'll be willing to bet anything right now if you were to ask Jimmy Butler who do you ride with Ben Simmons or Joel Embiid he would say Embiid yeah guaranteed I, think so. I, I just and- think a lot of people are are rubbed the wrong way by Ben Simmons and that's why more people favor Joel Embiid despite the health concerns moving forward and you saw it with the Instagram post when Joel yep. B became the villain yep. and Jimmy Butler chimes in. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. 
This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. You got a uh, big fight you're interested in this weekend, right? right? Let me just huh? tell you, Dan. Yeah. Like, let me just tell you. It's going to be wow. All right. It's going to be a fury okay. of action. It's not even That's like... That's wow. <laughs> now, I, there's just... You, you love golf, right? There's certainly... Like, golf just revs your engine, right? Yes. I mean, there's something yes. about it. Like boxing MMA just revs my engine. It's one of my the things that I that I really enjoy. Football's obviously you know near the top of the list, but like it's this little niche thing that I always just grew up on and I loved it. And so we got like the biggest heavyweight boxing match in years and years and years. Now all the hype and all these Johnny Come Latelys. Uh, no offense to Ramos, but all these Johnny Come Latelys that are now all of a sudden talking boxing like they know what the hell they're talking about. First of all, where you been the last twenty years? There's been some great classic fights in the lower weight classes don't be lazy pay attention and do your research it's like the people that i only watch the majors dan when it comes to golf <laughs> oh, come yes. on man oh how many masters experts there are on the back nine on sunday at augusta oh it's ridiculous so so it's going to be really frustrating watching uh, fury wilder too because i'm going to try not to go on social media i'm trying not to go on twitter uh I, i'm getting back from a, a a sort of a marriage uh thing that we've got to do okay. like a course for marriage is class on saturday and immediately going like it's funny she threw out are we going to church afterwards (laughs) (laughs) drive me to church i'm going with you Uh, you can go by yourself yeah that's uh that's funny that's a good one i know fury wilder 2 is happening so there's zero shot (laughs) of us wait so what time is your your wedding thing it finishes up at five the fight starts at six should be good to go okay now I didn't even mention like Paul Felder, Dan Hooker uh, fighting in the UFC. I mean, that is a, I mean, you talk about just, uh, just violence, sanctioned violence. But so here's the, uh, here's the problem I have. One of the great traditions going into fights is the face off. After the weigh-in, both fighters get to face off, and it's all, you know, for show. But it's sort of tradition. And if you're a traditionalist, you like all the pomp and circumstance that goes along with it. The Nevada State Athletic Commission has banned 
Fury and Wilder from facing off coming up in, in a little less than an hour from now. They're not letting it happen because they shoved each other at the last time they had a face-off. And so at the risk of injury, we can't let them face off again. No. Do, do you think that these guys are really going to jeopardize the well, millions and millions of dollars that are going to come with it on a face-off push? I, it was my understanding, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but it's not like these guys are arch rivals and hate each no. other. They get along, They're right? Very respectful. A lot of this is, you know, Tyson Fury called uh, uh, Deontay Wilder, um, you know, the P word. Okay. You know? yeah. yeah, pal. Yeah. 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 Pretty. You know, yeah. I mean, there's, there's, you know, and, and so it has gotten, uh, he, like Tyson Fury made a, a, a yo mama crack the other day. Like, I mean, this is pop, like this is popsicle stick humor. Like when you bought popsicle sticks and there was a joke and you had to eat the popsicle to see what the punchline was, this is popsicle stick humor. It's not a big deal. These guys are businessmen. They understand what's at stake here. And they realize if we have another even okay fight this time around, there's going to be a trilogy. And that's when you really start making real money. Money to where these guys could make hundreds of billions of dollars on a three-fight series. They're not going to ruin it the day before after a rough training camp by, by shoving each other at, at the weigh-in and letting it get real violent? Is there is there a, a way where maybe even the Nevada Athletic Commission is saying, all right, let's let's – like ramp this up I, a little bit I thought more. Of, I like, thought of that too, and I thought, okay, maybe the Nevada State Athletic Commission is trying to to build. You know, oh, it's that it's that contentious that we can't have these guys face off. But why would the athletic commission do it? that? I feel like Fox or ESPN would pull something like that. Yeah. Like they would be involved in like, I got to keep these guys away. Look, it's tradition. Uh, there, there are certain traditions in certain sports that when they happen, you're just, you know, it's why I don't want to ever lose the kickoff in football. That's tradition to me. The game starts with a kickoff. You can modify it all you want. The XFL is modifying it. But there's something about seeing guys line up on the kickoff that signals the start of something. And the faceoff at the weigh-ins is sort of the start of a fight, and it feels like they're getting involved and being way too overly cautious and sensitive and getting rid of it. So who should have won the first fight, in your mind? Fury. Okay. Tyson Fury won. Okay, so yeah. if Fury wins this one, then why why would there be a need for a third, even though the first one was a draw, that if 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 Fury was thought to be the winner in the first two, why would you need to do it, it again? It wasn't clear cut that Fury was the winner. In my mind, Tyson Fury won the fight. I had him winning by a couple of points. I thought he was well up in the scorecards going into the last round when he was knocked down. But to some people, well, the more more punishing uh, shots were from uh, Deontay Wilder. So you score the fight for people like to use this. Who would you rather be in that round? Like, well, I don't want to be either one of them because I don't want to get hit in the face. <laughs> so so what are we talking about here? And and if you just were to go back and score the fight, it's clear the better boxer, the better technical boxer is Tyson Fury. The puncher is Deontay Wilder, who you and I actually interviewed, if you remember, on the air and kind of a regrettable move by us because he played at Alabama. He was a football player at Alabama and Listen, I'm not going to take uh, blame for this. I think it was your idea before we brought him on to play the uh, kick six back, Auburn beating Alabama. No, I don't know if you remember no, that. That had to be. I that's, mean, a, listen, that's all a Jonas. Like, don't look, put that on me. I'm not trying to. And if I would have known how hard he punched at that time, I probably wouldn't have let Dan make that move. Yeah, yeah, I probably wouldn't let I Dan I don't know. Play I was that. drunk that day, yeah. too, so I really don't remember <laughs> that, what happened. Right. But I don't think that would be me. It happens to the best of us. What makes you more mad on Twitter? Because... Because there are things that I know get under my skin 
when watching a golf tournament. They're usually the say, ones that I forward to you. Let's just. <laughs> well, this is what I love is, and I'm going to use an example of somebody who will, who will tweet out, "Killer right from Fury," which to me is basically just bragging that they bought the fight. Like, like yes. they're trying to show just, off that look, I have this extra money. And I paid for it, and you didn't see it. So I've got. Does that make you more mad, or does it make you more angry when someone goes, "I got a ten nine fury in the second? Um, the scoring I don't mind. It's when the fight is over, all the people that are trying to break down why it is they scored it the way they scored it. When when I can tell obviously the first four words of their tweet. They have no idea what they're talking sure. about, and it bothers me. It, it bothers me that all of a sudden everybody's got a journal entry, and they want to expose it to the world on these new sports that they've never taken the time to watch. They don't know any – like Tyson Fury could walk up to him with a name tag that says Tyson Fury, and they'll ask – uh, do you play in the G League? Like they have no idea who these guys are. So it, it bothers me when you when you care about something and you're passionate about it, and somebody jumps in to try and have a conversation about what it is that you're watching. That's why I'll always send Dan tweets from random people when there's a big golf tournament on because I know it annoys you. Well, yeah, like you'll see stuff, and in, in, in Masters fans will understand this, but people will be like, "Man, awful, awful bogey there for Jason Day at ten." Like. Tense, like one of the toughest holes that there is, and he was in the trees off of his drive. So he basically saved bogey, didn't put it in the pond to the left. So you're, so you're happy, you know. Excuse me, at at eleven. So, you, so you're, you're, you're happy with that. If you could get through ten and eleven, and you play it one over par, you're fine. But people who are like, yeah, awful bogey on ten or awful bogey on on eleven, and like, then you're like. Okay, chill out. Like, you know what? It's it's actually good to to salvage Bogey on eleven because he was in so much trouble. You still have thirteen and fifteen ahead. It's like, what are you, you know what what are you talking about? Be the same thing. And the reason I bring up the scoring is because you really don't know. I, I don't think that people, to your point of how they try to judge, where it's just ten nine. Like I would just put ten nine if nobody got knocked down and and. And maybe I wouldn't even be able to tell who blocked what, and, and that's who the had thing. the most effective ones. But I just wouldn't put myself out there to think that I could actually judge a, a boxing and, fight. And that's the thing. And people, like I was scoring the John Jones-Dominic Reyes fight. And I had it, but it could have gone 3-2 to Reyes. I had it 4-1 to one for Dominic Reyes. And then the scorecards came back, and John Jones won the fight. And people are tweeting me, see, you have no idea what you're talking about. Or the judge who scored it got ripped to shreds because they scored it incorrectly. And and majority of people agree that Dominic Reyes won the fight. But the, the biggest problem when you're scoring a fight live, and I've done it live, and this is what a lot of people do that cover boxing. What they'll do is they'll do it three times. They'll score the fight live. They'll keep their scorecard. Then they'll go home and they'll score the fight by watching it on TV. And then they'll turn the volume off on the TV and score it a third time. It's completely different. And so the idea that in in the midst of this arena with all these loud fans and all everybody going ooh and ah over every shot, even if it's a glancing blow, doesn't have an impact on a judge, it has to. It's human nature. Like you're you're getting caught up in the moment and all the sounds and sights behind you. The one thing that's going to bother me is if the fight isn't as good or if there's a bad scoring at the end, somebody's going to send this tweet and I can guarantee it. <laughs> This is why boxing is a dying sport. <laughs> <sighs> 
Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's a dying sport, man. I wouldn't want to get involved. Hey, by the way, Tyson, Deontay, can I borrow your W2s? Uh, let me let me see what's uh, let me see how many zeros on that W2. Dying sport. Kiss my ass. Bothers me, Dan. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Traveling for college hoops this winter? Pro tip, stay at a graduate hotel. They're obsessed with college basketball, just like us. Each graduate hotel is like a shrine to the local team with lots of cool details for alumni. Nods to school colors, mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? They have 30-plus hotels in the best college towns. And get this, you can save up to 30% with the code DUG. That's my name, D-O-U-G. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book your basketball stays at graduatehotels.com. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know... What were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Thank you. 